Hello and welcome back to Astrology with Tess. How are you doing today? How are you guys? I haven't heard you in this week. Well, how's everybody doing? We are at Halloween month actually. It is getting into the fall season in some places of the world, not everywhere, because I know in Greece, I'm not yet there, but um, I know that it's summer um, still in Greece. Whereas here in the Netherlands, the weather is a little bit colder. It is actually the first day in a while that it hasn't rained. And I want to say, when I say in a while, I want to say like two weeks. A week and a half <laughs> but yeah like it's interesting today actually it is a very very weird uh, day considering that the planets are making very bad squares with each other and what I mean by that is basically that um, Mars that is in Aries is squaring with Pluto that is in Capricorn and that is causing even though it's causing Pluto to be even more transforming and more open and more intuitive and more death and rebirth uh, kind of vibe it also means that there are some aggressions coming up and the situation is not going to be as calm as we want it to well, that's fine. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Like, it's okay. As long as we're aware of those things. And, you know, just blame it on the planets when it happens. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, it helps. It helps when you are expecting something to be more prepared for it. Even if it doesn't resonate with everybody. That is actually another thing I want to talk about. My daily readings and my daily tarot readings that I'm doing on my socials. And if you're not on my socials, what are you doing? Go follow me over there. Um, link, uh, not link, but everything will be in my bio. But basically, the daily tarot readings that I'm doing, and I'm not talking about the astrology ones because astrologically I'm looking generally. I'm not looking for a specific person. But when I'm doing tarot readings, the daily tarot readings, they might not resonate with you and that is absolutely okay. Sometimes the message that a card or two have is or the messages for a very specific person or for a few specific people that they really need to hear this. So if it doesn't resonate with you today, it's fine. It might resonate with you tomorrow. It's best to we be aware of energies than get surprised, right? So yeah, that is what I thought about this this whole square. Uh, and that is why I went on Facebook and I posted it and then I posted it on Instagram as well. So I will make all of you aware that this is going on and just pay a little bit more attention. But why I started, because I was talking before uh, about something else. I was talking about the weather and how it is. And I wasn't talking about the weather because I just want to make small talk, even though it would be really, really cool. The reason I was talking about the, the weather uh, was because it actually, the season is getting colder and colder and it's only going to get colder from now on. It's not going to get hotter. So 
it is time to go inside, get your significant other, cuddle with somebody, be inside in the warmth of your house. So it is usually time to have a partner. I know every season is for a season for a partner. Summer, summer loves, winter loves, but winter is more cozy. So today I decided that we're going to talk about your love life. Yes, your love life. I'm not even kidding. I just, I was doing this reading, not really a reading, but we were talking about astrology with uh, a friend of mine. And uh, she was telling me about, you know, her Scorpio guys. And I'm like, hmm, wait a minute. Can you tell me your rising sign? And from the rising sign, I was able to tell her what person she's most attracted to. And I think, like, this is something that not a lot of people know. And the how how this works first of all basically i'm not looking at your ascendant i'm asking for your ascendant i'm asking for your rising sign but i'm not looking at your rising sign i am looking at your descendant your descendant is always uh, standing opposite your rising sign it's on the opposite side of the cycle and uh, it's always on the seventh house if we say that Ascendant is always in the first house. Descendant would always be in the seventh house. So, Descendant uh, and the seventh house is associated with the house of partnership. Open enemies as well, but traditionally, because it is um, the house of intimacy and open relationships, open enemies as well, uh, what kind of traps we put for ourselves and what we're attracted into people, what attracts us to a specific person, what we attract to our lives as well. So the seventh house shows all those details. With that in mind, we know that because the descendant is always in the seventh house, the descendant shows us what kind of person you will be attracted to and all of the things I said above which is very interesting and the most interesting thing is that not a lot of people know that a lot of people a lot of you because you had friends either like me which i will look at your chart and tell you every single sign in your chart or just by being curious and looking it up yourself you most probably know your rising sign you you most probably know your ascendant rising sign and ascendant are the same so it is very easy actually if you think about it to just take your ascendant look what the opposite sign is and actually have an idea of you know what kind of person you're attracted to basically what person are you looking for uh, and generally you attract and as I said because it's the house of open enemies as well it shows what traps and how you set traps for yourself but I don't really want to go into that today. Maybe we can get it on it, get into it on another podcast. That would be, I think, interesting as well. But you can tell me um, if you would be interested in hearing that. But what we're going to do today, today, <laughs> I don't want to die to that. Oh my God. Sorry. If you know that meme, 
If you know that meme, you know that meme. It's fine. Are you okay? I don't want to da-da-da. Nobody's gonna da-da-da. Sorry. Sorry. It's, I really like that meme. Okay. So, what I wanted us to do today is go through... I have already made um, a list. Let's say not a list, but I have... Put all the information on one word sheet so I can have it in front of me and if I seem like I'm reading something I most probably am because I have made notes prior so I will go through it uh, with ease and I won't you won't hear all the time is and us in the middle I'm not reading we're gonna have a conversation about them but some bullet points I'm gonna read out but we're going to go through the zodiac generally from Aries to Pisces, all 12 signs, and see what uh, the descendant says about you. And go ahead, pause this podcast, go and see, like, pull out your chart, go online, write birth chart, put in the information, and uh, look it up with us. Now, the tricky part is, and that's what one part I want to. I want you to know uh, is that I am you're not going to be able to find out what is your descendant or what is your rising sign for that matter if you don't have the time of birth because the time of birth is determining the houses of the zodiac so if I don't if you don't know the time of birth we cannot determine when the houses start in your zodiac cycle in your birth chart so it will not be accurate if you if you don't know your time of birth there are a few ways to find out if you are determined and if you really want to find out for instance you can ask around your relatives or your parents if they're still around or people who were around your birth and ask them like details if they remember if they had lunch or not, or if they remember if it was day or night, it doesn't have to be very, very specific, but it would be perfect to be as specific as possible. And um, another way is if you have your birth certificate. If you're actually in my generation, it would be hard, or I would not believe you if you would tell me that you have you don't have your birth certificate, or if you told me that your birth certificate is not... Uh, accurate so yeah go ahead pull that up go and see what is your time of birth and then we can talk astrology I know that a lot of people don't understand how important the time of birth it is in astrology it is not as important but it is very important it is very important for the accuracy because we need three things for us to make a birth chart and that is the time date and place of birth so if we have the date of birth and the place of birth it gives us a general idea of what was going on but if we don't have a specific time of birth it is a very very general idea because the house is determining stuff like that like who is going to be your partner in life the the house is determining big aspects of your life and every house means is like suggesting something else 
moving on because that is a huge huge conversation um yeah like if you don't know your time and if you really want to find out there are ways for you to find out so go ahead and find out your descendant before we get started now just for um you know getting closer and us being buddies and saying everything my rising sign i think i've mentioned this is leo so the exact opposite of my rising sign is aquarius the opposite of leo is aquarius and for instance i am more attracted to eccentric types eccentric types uh humanitarians rebellious we're gonna go into that more later but i'm just i just want to give you an idea of what we're gonna talk about and how it's gonna be i'm actually very very excited i know that a lot of people are very into uh romantic astrology uh no there is a way there's a name for these this astrology this type of astrology but i don't remember how it's called ah yeah anyways but there a lot of people are interested in their love life and it's you know what it's a nice distraction we all talk like to fantasize with who we're gonna end up with and astrology actually gives us a nice mm, let's say bullet points on what we would like these things are very important to us and we want these things to be a little bit more highlighted than the rest right so let's dive right into what we're going to talk about today so we said that the seventh house is the house of partnership relationship and it shows us who we're attracted to so (coughs) i'm sorry give me a second drinking some water So let's go ahead and dive right into it. Let's say your seventh house is in Aries. So that will mean that would mean that your um, your ascendant is in Libra. So your descendant is in Aries, and we start from there because Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. So Aries. What do we have? We, what do we know about Aries? Aries are fire signs, and they are very assertive. They're the first sign of the zodiac, so they do need somebody who is assertive and self-confident as well. They are looking for somebody who is kind of self-assured, and they're not gonna, you know, take too much time out of Aries' descendant life. Um, it's more of the confidence I think they're looking for that kind of um, I'm the boss but I know you're bossier kind of vibe I don't know if that makes sense but I feel like uh, for an Aries um, descendant that would be very very accurate um, you if you do have an Aries descendant you are very excited about relationships and you fall in love with a whim within a whim like so fast it's oh that person i like them i'm I'm in love with them kind of thing and you can be very protective not only for your partnership but your intimate relationships as well um with 
the your descendant in Aries, you you do get a little bit more um, protective. Yes, that, I think that's the right word to use. Protective around your loved ones and your friends. Aries people are very also very loyal to their friendships and their partnerships. So I feel like it's a very, very good description to say that in your relationship, and your partnership, you would be protective of your loved one. And that gives us an idea of what an Aries, basically, 7th house would look like. Now, let's move on to Taurus. Taurians. I love you guys. Um, Taurus is an earth sign, a uh, very stable energy, and they are looking for something a little bit more on the conservative side. Mm, it's not to say that they're conservative people. And again, we're talking about people who have descendant in Taurus. So these people would not necessarily be um, conservative per se, <laughs> But they would try to find something uh, like a more traditional way of love or an old-fashioned kind of love, which is fine. Like, whatever suits you, boo. Um, yeah, they would love to be married and have a family and have somebody that won't give up on a relationship because I feel like a lot of people uh, lately in our generation and... With all that social media and all those op options we have around, we're giving up too easily into relationships. These people want and need somebody who won't give up on a relationship, who they want, um, that person would want a relationship as much as they do. Um, yeah, they, a person that basically likes to be in a relationship and they won't give up on it. They're generally... Uh, People with descendant in Taurus, they are generally easygoing, stable, and steady. They are honestly, I feel like Tauruses are the steadiest of the Earth signs because Earth is steady as well as their fixed quality because Taurians are fixed. So that makes them even more stubborn and stable in their point of views. So yeah. It's it's very it's a very prominent um, characteristic wherever you have Taurus to have like a stable relationship in that area, and it it just so happens right now that this is in the area of love. Um, now also let's not forget the Taurians are ruling material. Um, material they, they're all about material values not they're ruling the material stuff but they're all about material values um, uh, luxuries mm, in a sense they know that it is money is a way for them to be stable and have a steady and stable life so they seek out material stuff and material luxuries actually would be attractive to a person that has Taurus and their descend descendant because it would make them feel safe in a relationship so it's not like mm, yeah they're they're a bad sign of it the bad side of it would be that they would come off like gold diggers 
but not necessarily like I don't want you to only take it as oh these people are gold diggers no they're just looking for a security in material stuff and they believe that that's you know if we have money then one part is taken care of and we can focus on nurturing our relationship and making it better I think that's how Tauruses and the descendant would look like um, and moving on we'll go to Gemini <laughs> oh oh Gemini Gemini those people actually don't seem to be very stable first of all Gemini's are an air sign um, mutable air as well so very changeable and uh, that is why not everybody again it depends on the rest of your planets and a lot of other stuff but sometimes one person won't be enough for a person who has their descendant in Gemini I'm sorry to say it guys not for all of you but sometimes one person one person is not enough and that is why for instance you would not go well with somebody with Taurus in their descendant for instance uh, yeah so what are they looking for uh, descendant Gemini is looking for a witty fast-talking people like they, they want somebody who has wit, it has humor, they are talking a lot, they are sociable because of course Gemini is all about communication and they love having fun. Um, so yeah, they're looking for that in their relationship. That is also why I think one person is not enough for them sometimes because they're looking for that excitement all the time, that weediness, that humor, that so I don't think their emotions are as stable when it comes to a relationship because they will always look for that whenever that is not present they won't feel that much attracted to the other person and relationships are not always humor and wit and fun relationships are also hard work so yeah Gemini's um descendant in Gemini would cause some kind of um, unstableness there and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that do you boo please go ahead do you don't worry about my opinion on stuff and uh, with that said let's move on into cancer so if you have cancer as your descendant that means that you're very you want somebody that is emotional not very emotional but emotional you want somebody that is emotional the sensitive type um, somebody that will really nurture your inner world if we think about cancer the crab is a hard exterior with a really soft squish, squishy inside and they have that hard exterior to protect themselves from the world so they do really need somebody that understands their sensitive inside and their emotional side and won't criticize them so they will be able to open up and show the, their true selves to whoever they are deciding to be with 
because that's that's cancer like cancer is I love cancers cancer is a water sign water is all about emotion we have said that many many times and we're gonna say it many many times again the cancers are all about emotions and it shows wherever a cancer is in your chart it will show a more sensitive side of you so if you're if your cancer is in your descendant then you're looking for a more sensitive person you're sensitive yourself so you want to be able to show that side and not be show your sensitive side and not be um criticized for it or show your true self and not be criticized for it whatever that self may be because we're talking specifically about descendants right now so that means that your rising sign or not your rising sign but your sun sign will be a completely different sign you can find out your rising sign from your descendant like it's we did the other way around to find the descendant anyway moving on these are my ramblings um yeah, we said we talked about cancers and that they need to have somebody sensitive. So I think it's um, the next sign is Leo. Yes. So Leo, Leo's, hmm, Leo descendant would be attracted to a very confident and sophisticated person. They are attracted to openness. They enjoy. Um, their loved ones to have a sense of style and be be eccentric I would say not eccentric eccentric but have a, a bold sense of style they would they would like that um, but also be sophisticated and elegant of course we're talking about a Leo here um, now Leo's are the sun so when you have leo and your descendant you would like to be the center of your partner's universe and that is okay you would you would tell me teresa most people want to be the center of their partner's universe and i would tell you nope nope they don't for instance a gemini descendant won't have that need as much of a leo descendant and people with leo descendants will actually show that more like hey look at me pay me attention hey babe i'm here give me attention so leo descendants will be like that moving on to virgos <laughs> my dear virgos of course we're talking again about an earth sign oh leo by the way is a fire sign so assertiveness is something they would be attracted to so virgos on the other hand is an earth sign and um, earth signs need stability, as we said before. But they're attracted to practical types. Like the stability that the Virgo likes is more practical. So they are attracted to practical types. Types that they like to serve their partner kind of thing. Like serve them not in a way that they were told to serve their partner. But in a sense that they want to serve their partner. They want to work for their best interest and a descendant in Virgo would actually suggest that you you are attracted to that and you seek that in a partner 
you want you are body and health conscious so you do want somebody who will be body and health conscious and somebody that brings you down to earth depending on the sign depending on your sun sign as well because i don't know your sun signs guys but depending on your sun sign as well you would like somebody that brings you down to earth and grounds you a lot of the time that's something um that virgo and your descendants wants and needs from a a relationship and with that said we're moving on to libra i'm a libra moon actually not rising but i love libras i think i connect the most with them for some reason but libras are generally attractive and charming so somebody with a descendant in libra they would try to find somebody that is attractive and charming they're also an air sign, so they're also very communicative. Libras are trying to find more of the balance in things, so they would like to have a balanced, a well-balanced relationship, and that is something they strive for in a relationship and a partnership. They're easygoing types generally because of that as well, because they, they strive for balance and because they strive to have um, their relationship in the best point that they can they're very easygoing so if you hear a libra descendant complaining bro get that shit into your head because something is not right so yeah i don't think they're also very highly romantic yeah libras are they are all about beauty and um you know f- the physical beauty as well and let's not forget that the ruling planet of Libra is Venus. So that means that your you as a person are more sensual and more romantic. And you like being in a relationship, kind of. I... I I'm not saying it as much as I said it in Taurus, though. Because Taurus's people really need to be in a relationship. People that have a descendant in Libra, not that much. They like to be in a relationship. It's something they, they like to have. But if there's no balance in their relationship, they'll walk away. They cannot. They don't want to deal with that. So, yeah, that is why they, they're attracted uh, to charming types. Uh, and I would say also easygoing types. Like, they're also pretty easygoing. They will want somebody easygoing as well, right? That that makes sense? <laughs> I don't know. Let's move on to Scorpio. Scorpios are descended in Scorpio. Would be attracted to the more secretive side of somebody. They would be attracted to the more mysterious, uh, the more private types. Powerful private types would be your ultimate goal. If they have some sort of aura that is... um, What's the word? Uh, I don't want to say dominating, but that would be hot, I guess. That would be attracted, attractive to 
Scorpio descendants. And I guess more people with uh, descendant and Scorpio will have to tell us. I only have my sun and Scorpio, so I don't know. My sun, sun, Jupiter, Pluto, and Venus. <laughs> so yeah, I believe that uh, people with descendant and Scorpio do really are uh, they are really attracted to that more mysterious type. They they need somebody that feel really really passionate about. They need to have that fire kind of thing in in their relationship. Otherwise, they're not really happy. And of course, of course, it depends on your sun sign, rising sign, your like all the rest of your chart and how all of it goes together. But that is what Scorpios are most attracted to. Moving on to Sagittarius. Now, if your Sagittarius is in, if your descendant is in Sagittarius, you're attractive to enthusiastic types. Again, we're talking about a fire sign. Fire signs are very assertive and very um, enthusiastic. So Sagittarius is more on the enthusiastic type and uh, the popular type. Mm-hmm. Sagittarius do like luxuries and do like, you know, trips and stuff like that. So a popular type would be very good um, match for Sag- Sagittarius descendant. And um, they need someone that offers you also wisdom though and help your intuition. Sagittarius, even though they're, they like luxuries and they like trips and they like life to the fullest... It is because they want to learn life to the fullest. So they do need somebody that teaches them wisdom and will make them take the next step in their life and help them grow as a person. Uh, yeah, I think a person in with a Sagittarius in the Descendant would be a person that is attracted to that attracted to an intellectual person as well now that is not to say that uh sagittarius is like that is not to say that they are like shallow because i i said that about luxuries but not in a bad way that's why i want to emphasize that sagittarius descendant would look into growing as a person and they wouldn't mind having some extra you know luxuries to learn more about life now moving on to capricorn capricorns are again earth very stable and very um they're all about business so they do like people they are attracted to people with ambitions uh people who want to dominate the business world um yeah, they are attracted to people that are workaholics, kind of, kind of in a in a way. Um, ambitious people, domineering people who like to take control. And you need to have somebody that will help you with your ambitions. So, not only, for instance, that is also how I'm. I said a little bit about the seventh house is the house of the open enemies, because. You will trick yourself or you will um, 
Yeah, you will you, you will cause yourself to not be as ambitious or as productive as you would like to be. So with a Capricorn in your descendant, you actually are asking for a person that can help you out with that and will help you be more ambitious ambitious and will help you be more productive in your life. That is something you seek a lot. You seek you seek it out. So moving on to Aquarius, and that is my type. <laughs> my type is um, I'm attracted to eccentric and rebellious types, and I need a humanitarian. Let's not forget Aquarius is um, Aquarius is an air sign, even though uh, Aquarius is the water bearer. Let's not talk about that, but what happens here is that Aquariuses are the humanitarians of the Zodiac in general, and they are all about public relations and helping others around you, and um, they also are um, considered to be the sign for modern technologies. Any new idea that comes up is said or thought to be um from an Aquarius not from an Aquarius but it's what Aquarius rules so as a person I am attracted to people that are very very close to other people like they will help other people but at the same time they are ahead of their time and they're gonna rebel against their current day dna day and age uh so yeah having said that moving on to our last but not least pisces now if your descendant is into pisces my little water water sign i love piscean piscean people they have a lot of issues that comes with that sign i'm not even kidding i know but you're the sweetest. You ha- you usually have a heart of gold, and um, you're attracted to sensitive types. If you ha- if your Pisces if your descendant is into Pisces, you're attracted to sensitive artistic types um, that know how to dream, and you need somebody that helps you out with your spirituality. The reason being is Pisces are the rulers of the twelfth house. And um, that means it's also the house of dreams. It's also, um, they are the, the zodiac sign of intuition, illusion, of the divine. I think I've talked about uh, Pisceans a little bit on another podcast, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, Pisceans are the, the sign for illusions. Why is that though? I'm not saying it, oh yeah, Pisceans don't know what's going on. No, it's more about, it. Pisceans are the last sign of the zodiac. Every, the zodiac you need to see it as a cycle, as it is a cycle. And you start from Aries, which is the most immature, let's say, version of the zodiac. Not immature, don't get it in the wrong way. I'm sorry, Aries, I love you guys. But it's the beginning. It's the more childish kind of energy. Um, it's so energetic, like a child kind of thing, because it's the beginning. 
by the time we get to Pisces, we have walked through the whole zodiac. And it is believed that the Pisces swim through the whole zodiac. They are thus the fish after all. So they have seen a little bit of everything, but not but because it's not their own, because Pisceans also have the um, have the ability to have a little bit of every sign but because it's not their own um, energy they might get a little bit confused and might have a little bit of illusions when it comes to um, those kind of things so yeah Pisces do Pisces if your descendant is into Pisces you do need um, a sensitive type you might also be a little bit um, more prone to fall for people that are not the right people for you. I'm sorry to say that, but it's true. Um, I think that's though a true statement for Pisces in general. Now, that is also the reason I said that Pisceans need help with their spirituality in that sense and somebody that will help them with this, their spirituality because they need to strengthen their sense uh, and their connection to their divine. And that is, that would be something that that sign and that placement would seek out. So I think that is all of the signs in the seventh house and uh each and every one of you what do you seek out i'm sorry if i said a little bit more things for some signs and then a little bit less things in other signs but um i did try to bring a more rounded image and why each sign is attracted to what it is attracted to And also I was trying to, I don't know if you noticed, um, I think it became a little bit repetitive because I was trying to make clear that this is not your sun sign, this is not your rising sign, this is not your, your moon sign. Every aspect of your chart is very unique and it shows something else. Um, your, our sun sign shows our personality in whole a little bit better. Uh, Whereas our descendant shows our, or has like gives gives us a look into our more romantic side and more of our partnership side. The funny thing is, now that we said all this and now that we talked about the signs in every zodiac, what the signs in the seventh house? I'm sorry about that. Um, I wanted to actually ask you again if you do want to know about the planets in the seventh house, uh, depending on what planets you have, different energies are um, activated and mostly they're activated in a sense of, mm, of the partnership and relationship. The house... Uh, um, what do I want to say? Yeah, like depending on the planet that it's in your seventh house, it shows your approach to your relationships a little bit better. 
maybe what kind of luck you have in your relationships a little bit better. So other things play different roles in the the chart. So if you are interested about that and if you do want to learn more about that and if you do want me to make a different podcast with talking about the planets in the seventh house, I am more than happy to do that and willing to do that. So just let me know. The funny thing is that I I did the daily card readings. I think I started, I wanted to say about that, something about that in the beginning and I didn't. But yeah, I did the daily card readings. And um, I got the card, uh, the Knight of Cups today. And the Knight of Cups actually brings a more romantic kind of energy. He is the Knight of our hearts at the end of the day. He is kind of the type of guy that is laid back and relaxed and he's always in love with with a different person the next day. Like that's how I see him. So the energy is a little bit more romanticized today. So I thought it would be a great video um great video, <laughs> great podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed. I really I really did enjoy talking about something more specific to astrology and uh, something that is very much astrology as well. It wasn't something generic. It wasn't something about the planets uh, or the current situation. It's something you can actually go back and listen to if you want a little bit more reference to what is going on or maybe you get a new relationship a new boyfriend and you want to see you know what's up you can go and re-listen to those signs find out his sign and find out what he likes (laughs) believe me i'm not going into a relationship without knowing uh the other person's chart first the end i've learned my lesson (laughs) no i'm just kidding but yeah i hope you enjoyed now If you have any ideas or if you have any questions or there's something that you want to listen to specifically from me, then feel free to follow me on my socials and uh, feel free to message me. I will see it and I will respond. I'm always open to new ideas and I'm always open also to communicating with you guys and understanding what you want to listen to or what you want to Maybe you have some questions that you want me to answer. I can do my research and answer those questions for you. So feel free to do that. Go ahead. Follow me on social media. And uh, I guess that's all for today. So yeah. I appreciate you so, 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 so much. And I will see you all next time. Thank you so, so much for listening. Bye!